Hello and welcome back to the Red Sector MotoGP podcast. I am your host, BonoGP, and you can follow me on Twitter at BonoGP underscore. And today I am not joined by either Red Sector member. I am actually joined by, once again, we've managed to um, claw him back on. We've uh, we've got Eddie O'Shea back on the podcast. So, uh, Eddie, how are you today? I'm wonderful. How are you? <laughs> very, very good. Um, so, yeah, we, we had you on, what was it, like the week before last or something like that or last week? Um, yeah. And because you've got such a, you know, busy schedule, we managed to, you know, strike lightning struck twice and we got you in again. So, that's um, it. You know, that's it. Um, so, we'll, we will be reviewing the uh, Silverstone weekend. So, everything, you know, Moto3, Moto2 and MotoGP. And we'll probably just touch on the Talent Cup as we did before we started recording. Um, because I didn't actually go to the uh, weekend. I, I mean, I, I would have done, but, you know, work and everything else. But Eddie did go, and he went all three days and managed to blag himself some uh, accommodation whilst he was there. So Eddie's done pretty well to go to all three races. So I thought, you know, Eddie, with his experience and his knowledge on the racing side of it and having been, why not? Hey, So, um yeah, we usually start off with news, Eddie, and um, I'll be honest, I don't think there really is any news, is there, other than, you know, in terms of, like, the broad scheme not, of, you know, transfers really. and stuff like that and, you know, silly season. I mean, I've heard that... Happened. Well, no, I've, I've heard that um, Tech 3 are going to announce what they're doing, whether it's one rider or two at Austria, um, which kind of makes sense with it being a big, big weekend for that team and that, you know, the whole Red Bull thing as, as you're well aware but I, I don't know what's what's happening with that i mean if i was to take a guess i would say remy is definitely going to stay there next year and maybe raul yeah you know i don't know i'm not i'm not 100 yeah. sure on whether raul will because we still don't know if yamaha are going to have a second team so that's it i think um, i think i think raul wants to move forward and it Everyone thinks he has like raw talent to be to become something big. So I think yeah. um, if if Yamaha do make a second team, I think he's a a big. Yeah, no, big... I, I I definitely agree with that. I do think if if Raul gets the chance and Yamaha say right, we are definitely going to go ahead with a second team. I think he's probably the first name on that yeah. sheet. Um, but before we get into the actual, you know, before we go too far down the uh, silly season, you know, rabbit hole. Do you think who do you think is going to be out? I mean, obviously, we, we know that. I mean, the, the news would be that Dovi is retiring after San Marino GP at Mizano, um, which is what two or three races to go. So we've got well, Austria, and then it's then it's yeah, Mizano, it? yeah, yeah. So two races left with Dovi, which is sad to see him go early, but I mean, you know, he's not exactly fighting for race wins, so he's probably just yeah, off. um. And Cal Crutchlow coming in to replace him for the last six races, which is good for British for British side of things, you know, to have a yeah. back on the grid for six races with Cal. Um, but who, who do you see going where? Do you have any bold predictions or, you know, maybe any intel? <laughs> bold predictions? No. As as we said in the last one, obviously we said um, I think Zarco should go to the factory and then let them in that Anaya and um Jorge battle it out. But after Silverstone, it's just I just don't think Zarco's got it. If if Zarco goes to the factory, it's just a wasted year of a factory year for either Anaya or Jorge. 
and I think the person who's deserving it the most is a nail. So, um, if I'll yeah. I'll backtrack on what I said last time I was on here, and I'll say that I'll, I want a nail in factory, and then um, Jorge and uh, Zarco to stay in Pramac. Then, yeah. But now I I don't I don't have any bold predictions. I think I'd like to see Can I'd like to see Canet come up to GP. I think he's yeah. he's he's had enough in Moto Two, and if if he doesn't win the championship, then and it's is what it is, and you move up to MotoGP. So I'd like if Yamaha do make a second team, I think it'd be a good a good shout to to go in. Yeah, no, I've actually said the exact same thing uh, a few podcasts ago. I did say Canet and um, Raul would be a great pairing. I think they're both kind of you know Canet's not exactly silky smooth in terms of like you know he's not you don't look at him and go he's got the same style as like a Mir or a Lorenzo or Quattararo but he's not exactly you know he, he, he's not I wouldn't look at Canet and think he's an aggressive rider yeah. his style do you know what yeah. I mean so I do think I do think a Yamaha would suit him and you know Yamaha's kind of known for being a very friendly bike to get on but unfortunately for Yamaha no one other than Fabio has been able to ride it, but again, it depends if they're going to have a second team. I mean, maybe I have said if they don't make a second team, can it could look at RNF at Aprilia, but yeah. then where's Raul yeah. going to go? You know, it's there's only a certain amount of seats because obviously we've got we've got two less seats, haven't we, with Suzuki going? So Dobby's gone. That's it. Darren Binder, where do we reckon he'll go? Moto two, maybe. I hope he stays. To be fair, I think he's done enough to prove that he can stay for one more year. Hmm. But again, um, it's, it's it's where you know. I mean, if if they, yeah. I feel like, and I don't want to sound like I'm being like I'm jumping the gun, but I feel like Darren Binder and RNF and the Ducati situation, for me, a little bit different. But like, I think Ducati, if they were set on one person, they would have already said they would have already signed them. Yeah, like, if was like definitely going into the factory seat. It would have already been right. done. Like that would have already been signed, and I think if Darren Binder would have done enough, maybe they'll leave it a little bit longer, which I'm all for. You know, for a rookie season, hundred percent. But it's coming to that time of the year, isn't it, where we've we've had the summer break, and you're sort of expecting, right? You know, the first domino's got to fall at some point. With yeah. with the likes of Rins going to LCR, like that's been, you know, prime example. It was like he's probably going to go, and then yeah, they're definitely having Alex Rins because Marquez went to Rossini. So I don't know. I, I, I'm all for Darren Binder staying in GP, but if he wants to be competitive, then I think he has to drop down to Moto Two because he's not going to get anything yeah. more competitive than a second round. A brilliant. That's it. Um, I agree. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's sort of in the air still, isn't it? But I do think Remy will stay at Tech Three. I can't see anywhere else Remy will go. Personally, I can't see him going anywhere other than that ever. To be fair, I, I don't know why. I just I can't imagine Remy in any other team so before we um we go well down that bit hole we'll um we'll move into move into the races i didn't actually watch the british talent cup because there was no coverage on it other than i think some of the maybe it was on dunder's side i'm not i'm not percent sure but you you did you did watch both races can you yeah. just overview for the people i mean we we've discussed it's pretty short overview on what happened um yeah yeah, yeah. Um, basically, qualifying, um, Johnny Garnes was in, well, got on pole. I think it was by something ridiculous, like 1.5 or something like that. Anyway, cleared off in qualifying, got pole. 
Um, to be fair, I can't remember who got second. And th- uh, no, Evan Belford third, Carter Brown. No, sorry, Evan Belford second, Carter Brown third. And then in the race, uh, Johnny cleared off, won by a ridiculous amount. Uh, in both races, to be fair, and the podium was the same in both races. It was Johnny win, Reece Stevenson second, Harley McCabe third. So, to be fair, two names no one's really heard of, Reece Stevenson and Harley McCabe. So, it was a strange one to see them on the podium and not, obviously, the likes of Carter Brown and that. But, yeah, it was a strange weekend all over, to be fair. But, well, the only thing not strange is that Johnny cleared off again. Same about Brands Hatch. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen Brands Hatch, but Johnny just dominated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember I remember reading about it, but I know that Johnny Garnis is pretty high up in the um what's the right word? I think I think he's the kind of if anything, it's almost like from a British point of view, he's like the step behind you, isn't he? In, in the sense of like, you know, you're you're in the the junior category, waiting, you know, in the wings to go up to the world championship, and he's in the junior junior category for the, you know, yeah. if, if if you like, in the British scene waiting to go into the world junior category when he's old enough but you yeah. said he's 13 uh 14 all i know is that he's not old enough to go to rookies next year i think he's yeah. 14 because the age limit goes up to 15 next year in rookies so he's not old enough yeah. obviously this year the age limit is 14 next year's 15 and johnny turns 15 um like the middle of the season so he can't do rookies next year right yeah, but I mean, I mean, eleven seconds, is like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that that uh, is that is. To be fair, that, that that might not be exact, but it's something ridiculous. He won by a crazy amount. Yeah, I mean, pure domination to even qualify one and a half seconds in front. If you're exactly. if you're qualifying exactly. in the seconds in front of like second, yeah, yeah. And... even if it's just like one second, even like point eight, is yeah. crazy, isn't it? Or point point. I know we're going down, but like point five, like if if. if when do you ever see it in MotoGP or two or three? Where it's point, if it's point five, you're like, wow. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, that's um, an interesting one to look out for, to be fair, because I do think Silverstone's great for that when, you know, because we only have one race, when everybody in the UK does go to these races, it's good to see people like yourself in, you know, years gone by when you're racing in these sort of categories to, you know, keep an eye out for. Um, I remember last year when I did go, I was watching the British Talent Cup after the after all the races had gone. And to be honest with you, the the racing quality is really really good. It's not even as if like the standards, like the the gap is so big between that and when you do go to like the likes of you know Junior or Red Bull. I mean Red Bull probably a bit more because I think you guys have sort of the cutthroat at the top of the national championships, but. Across the board, the quality is still quite high. Um, but yeah, no, it's um, it's definitely one to look out for, I think, with Johnny Garner. So I, I, I can't see him not progressing. I don't know about you, but I can't see him, yeah. you know. In a couple of years' time, I think he'll be in your shoes in, in a Rebel rookie seat. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So, um, not much news. So we'll go straight into the, to the results. So we'll start off with Moto3, and we have a podium of... Dennis Foggia, second place, Jean Mercier, and third, Dennis Onchu. Now, this race, I don't know how much... Have you watched it back since? I don't know if you're one of them that records it uh, and goes, you no. kind of watch it back, but... No, but funnily enough, I was watching the Motor 3 race from 
um, the IO box. I was in Team Oh, IO were you? this weekend. Yeah, yeah, I was with IO a lot this weekend. Um, Why was that? Was that just like through word of mouth, just like getting different, I don't know, like passes or whatnot? Or... Oh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. I'm sponsored by a, a company called Pro Bolt UK, who um, obviously make bolts and nuts and that. For, um, well, yeah, they just make, but they sponsor IO. And this one's a Patty Yamaha, obviously top top racks team. Mm. Uh, Leopard, and then there's there's many teams that they sponsor, and they managed to get me a, a guest pass for, for my girlfriend and my girlfriend's mum. But I just used my Rebel Rookies pass, and then, but I was allowed to be with Iowa weekend with my girlfriend and my girlfriend's mum. So I was watching Moto Three, Moto Two from the Iowa team behind Massey. Oh, nice. Okay, so I mean, good vibes, I guess, in that garage Yeah, after that, yeah. after exactly. that race. Yeah, but Um, not 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 in qualifying because they both had a stinker. Massey didn't yeah, even get right, it. you were. Yeah, did a great job to come all the way through though. Did he sign twenty first? I think it was something ridiculous like that. But he spent all weekend riding alone. I don't know if you were watching him, but yeah, he was on the service road and he didn't do a single lap behind anyone. And Yeah. obviously, if you can do that many laps alone, you learn the track so much better. And that's how he managed to get through everyone. And I, I knew he was going to do well in the race because if you ride alone, you do you do such a good race. I do think that whenever I go and actually watch GPs live and you see that one or two, you know, it's not always just one, it can be like a handful, but in Moto 3, it's more rare for somebody to be completely on their own and... When they do, if you notice it to be a, a reoccurring through theme through the full weekend, even if they qualify bad, you kind of sound a little bit nuts to other people to be like, no, no, he'll do well in the race. But you know full well that they've had so much experience completely on their own. And when it's very drag heavy, like places like Magello, when I went this year, and you see people cut through the grid, it's like you're not surprised because, yeah, they have the drag and the slipstream and whatnot, but their actual pace is unbelievable. I mean, Messiah... to come through that you, you can't just have slipstream to come from 21st to you know No. end up at the front you, you just can't um and i do think on pace was really good even in warm-up he went completely on his own and his pace showed because even when he dropped he carried on just pushing back up and pushing back up and i did think that the leopards wouldn't be as strong as what they were in the race and I'm, they weren't massively strong but they were they did surprise me i don't know about Yeah, yeah me too. Me you too. They had a lucky think last, well, not lucky, but they got away on the last lap, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, And yeah. finally got to count. Yeah, so, um, but I mean, that last lap, It was crazy, wasn't it? Jesus, The uh, whole. we had, well, did they, did Garcia go out in the last lap or was the lap before? It was, I, I don't know, but what I was watching from the service road at that corner. And Yeah. um, obviously it's such a tight corner, I knew someone was going to go down. And I've just, we've just seen a Yumu just send it and then bang. But Yeah. I, I haven't watched, um, no, because we actually, no, we watched them at a three race um, from, from there. And then we went to the eye box and then you could see us all. Because uh, after the checker flag, we went to the eye box. You could see us in the box, but me and all the British Talent Cup lads um, went with the rider coach from British Talent Cup to go and watch it from there. And I don't know if they showed you um, a Yumu's crash, but he hit his he hit his head hard, Yeah, yeah, and he he was he he was was out cold flatline, for wasn't a while. he, after it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's one of them, isn't it? Sort of like last couple of laps. That That is a normal corner to be making a bit of a lunge, but just, Yeah. 
you know, kind of one of those where I, I can completely understand Garcia's frustration, but you know, not the. It's just it was bound to happen, wasn't it? Yeah, someone's yeah, going to be taken out there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, Guevara as well. I felt so, so, so sorry for him because it wasn't really anybody's fault, was it? Because it no. originally looked like it was Onchu's, but look at Onchu from a. Yeah, I think it was the rear camera of. It might Suzuki. have been Fodger or Suzuki. Yeah, yeah, and Dennis Onchu doesn't do anything wrong, really, other than no, just sort of like just, get back on just, the gas. It's, yeah, but it just again, happened, didn't it? Yeah, when when you're going in three, four abreast in any corner, I mean, I think you take that risk, don't you? Yeah, um, someone's bound to go down. But championship blown wide open again, isn't it? Because we've had That's both it, yeah. Fodgy's crash. Back. Yeah, Fodgy is, I believe, forty. I think it's like forty points, forty-five points. Yeah, away from um, away from Garcia. Do you see him closing that gap? I see him closing it, but I don't think anyone's going to beat Guevara this year. I think he's on it. Yeah. No, I. I at this point in the season, I do agree. So we've got Garcia on eight on one eight two, Guevara on one seven nine, and Foggia on one forty. I think, I think this championship is going to be. Can you remember with the Acosta year where it was a little bit like, um, I say Acosta year like it wasn't last year, but yet like I think this championship will be. Can you remember with Acosta where he started to almost like look for Foggia and no matter if he was in front of Foggia, then it's fine. Yeah. And it became like he was letting too many points slip yeah. at the point where Garcia came into it. Yeah. I think Garcia might fall into that with Foggia and Guevara because Guevara is so quick anyway. I think they'll almost both defend Foggia. I think Guevara, yeah, I think Guevara will clear off. It'll be a good, a good scrap for second, I think. Mm. Yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, Messi is going to have to have a brilliant couple of races to put himself back in the frame. I think there's, what, eight races left? Eight, nine races left. And Messi sits on 127. You know, 127 to 182, that's that's some gap to bridge when it's... Is Is there not six races left? Well, what think about it. We've got Austria, Mizano, Aragon, Mategi... Japan, Philip Island, Sepang. Did I say Thailand? And Valencia. So we've got at least oh. eight. Yeah, at least. Yeah. Oh. Well, um, that's loads. Yeah, it, that's what I mean. You sort of like do the Le Mans, Assen, Magello, Silverstone, and you're like, okay, exactly. flyaways, and then you don't realise how many flyaways there are and like your arrogance and stuff. But Yeah. Um, maybe we need to get your track. That's what we need. We need your track in. That's uh, it. Yeah, with the straight championship corkscrew at the end. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. Um, so we have for Brits. We have Scott in twelfth, who I think had a brilliant ride. Yeah, yeah. Qualifying race, situation. Um, and he, I mean, two seconds off the race winner. So yeah, you know, not bad when at you all. Think of it like when you think of it like that. Yeah. Two seconds off, and we have Josh in twenty first. Thirty seconds off. We did have a. I think I read something that he had a problem with the rear. Like just, I don't know yeah. if it was just rear tie. I don't think it was rear tie. I think it was just like the feeling with the rear, just the whole side of the rear bike. And I'm not sure. We have John McPhee in seventh. He had a bit of a quiet race, really. I don't think he's. I mean, going into the last corner, he was almost like. Third, no, he was. Fourth, and he then... was third on the last lap, weren't he? Yeah. And then there was all them incidents, and he got. He got caught up in both of them, I think. 
Yeah. And then, but he just ended up in seventh because my podium prediction was Guevara, um, McPhee, Suzuki. And then obviously Suzuki, well, all of them crashed in one corner. <laughs> well, no, but McPhee went out. So, yeah. It was like, we had um, we had Munoz fall off, didn't we? On the, yeah, yeah. Uh, at Luffield, yeah. which was so surprising. But again, it's, it's wringing the neck out of it on the last lap. Um, um, again. Yeah. Um, okay. So, do you have any rider of the day? I'll read Josh's out and mine whilst you think about it. Um, so for oh we've got we've got rather other days from Matt as well. So we've got for Josh Ogden a strong result after a disappointing quali, slightly helped by some DNFs ahead of him, but he showed the pace that he had in quali and an, and a real confidence booster. And Matt, we have Messiah to come from twenty first to second deserves all the praise in the world. So that's uh, the best. And yours and mine. You know what? For mine, I'm gonna pick Stefano Nepper in fifth. Yeah. I think he had a really yeah, I think he had a really good race. And to be fair, on some of those like non factory, so to speak, T I know they're they're not like yeah, yeah, nice, yeah. but they're not but these not guys. Yeah, exactly. They're not exactly the four runners, front runners, sorry. Um when you're thinking of people for a result. Even like Kaito Tober in fourth, he kind of he seems to just kind of come out of nowhere. I think he's got the most he's fourth. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you don't, you didn't, you, you didn't even clock that he was in that front group, but he finished fourth. Really? That's what I mean. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like Kyle Tober is one of those riders that he either crashes or he comes from miles back and breaks yeah. it in like the top six. Like he just does. I don't know how that's he just does. My so, rider of the day is Ortola. Ortola. Yeah, Ortola. <laughs> the one that crashed. <laughs> no, but it was because yeah. because I I'm. I'm not close with Ortola, but I speak with Ortola a fair bit, and it's just like, because uh, when I seen him in battling for the podium, it was like, go on, go on, go on, go on, go on. Yeah, yeah, no, he, he did, no, he did no ride one brilliantly. Yeah, so, well, yeah. to be fair, my ride of my day, I would have said Masia, but I wanted to. So, Ortola's yeah. my ride of the day. Yeah, and to be fair, I think, um, oh yeah, Matt, Matt pinched Masia, but I do agree with Ortola. Ortola did... Did ride really good. He was leading, wasn't he, at one point? Yeah, he, of... he led. He ever he ever took two people going into turn one, and then he led yeah. going into Magnus and Beckett's. Yeah, that must be some feeling with like that flock behind you going into turn into, into Maggots and Beckett's, knowing that like they could either fly into Maggots or either side. side of you. But then if you make it through there, you're fine. It's like Maggots, Beckett's, and then Chapel Curve, and then you come out of there and you're like, exactly. right, I'm about to get blitzed. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, great race to be fair with Moto Three. I, I don't think anyone can. If, if you went to that, um, if you went to Silverstone this weekend and you watched Moto Three and you were disappointed, I'd love to know how. Yeah, because uh, it was so good. It was like the perfect so race, wasn't it? Yeah, it had everything. Um, it was but yeah. perfect for Foggia. Yeah, perfect for Foggia. Literally, he will be over the moon. Like, bearing in mind. We came out of the summer break and we were like, oh, he's going to have to chew on that for so long. And, you know, all oh, the bad results and the momentum with Guevara. Like, Guevara, like, your Saxon rings and stuff. He's just so good. I know. And Assen. Yeah. And then it, it comes to Silverstone and he gets wiped out. Garcia gets wiped out. And then he sat there with 25 points in the back pocket. So, that's it. Uh, for Fodger, he's pretty happy. Um, 
So we'll move straight on to Moto2 then. Um, we have a podium of first, Augusto Fernandez, second, Alonso Lopez, and third, British based Jake Dixon. Now, not to be biased here, but I was absolutely over the moon for for, for Jake. Um, Eddie, explain your gesture, please. Um, Give me the thumbs down. That makes it seem like no, you're not happy for Jake. <laughs> no, I wanted um, I wanted a girl to do well. I oh, wanted really? a girl. Yeah, I love a girl. Why? Um, I I train with him, and when uh we do winter camp, when we train for. The beginning of the season, he comes motocrossing and fat tracking with us, and he's just a nice kid. Fair enough. So you, you so, wanted you wanted Jake Dixon to not be on the podium for Agora to be on the podium. Wow. Yeah. I, and, come and, on, we're, we're Brits. We don't get British I know, people on podiums. In Britain as well. I know, but it's just it was it it to me. It doesn't matter what track you're at. It's <laughs> I I like Agora, so I'm a big fan. Okay, I can boy. see some I can see some mates biasness coming in here with oh Arteta yeah no oh no Agora hundred percent no but it, it just is that isn't it if yeah, yeah if if, yeah. if you personally know someone it's it's yeah, a lot yeah. bigger it than means more exactly yeah no I and you. Lopez because obviously he was in my paddock last year I really wanted him to win and obviously I was in IO box everyone was like. Yeah, because when when yeah. took him going into um, oh, Brooklands. yeah, going into Brooklands, um, everyone was like yes, and I was there like no, because <laughs> I wanted, I wanted like, like, keep like, your mouth shut, Eddie. Keep your I know, mouth shut. I know. Yeah. It was, but yeah, I think Alonso rode a great race, but phenomenal, yeah, phenomenal. If Augusto didn't put in them flight, like because no one could stay with, no one could do, keep with Alonso's yeah. pace, and then Augusto just did them. Three laps that were just incredible, didn't he? Yeah. And he caught up, yeah. and then he sent it into um, Brooklyn's. Well, I think Alonso would have won if if the sort of battling that was going on between Canet, Agora, and Dixon, if they would have just clung on to Fernandez for a couple more corners for him to exactly, not start exactly. that momentum. I yeah, think he'd have, I genuinely think Alonso would have because I think Augusto got past at the perfect yeah. time because yeah. as soon as he, I think he overtook Agora. And then Agora had a moment, didn't yeah, yeah, and there, there was like a domino effect. No, it it, no, the... oh no, it was when. Do you remember the, when it went when they went into the corner before the long lap corner, that tight right? Yeah, it was like coming um, through where like Canet ran wide, Can... and then Agora yeah, fe- taped it right. his elbow, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, and then Dixon tried to go on the outside of the wall, and then Augusto went, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then Canet even ran wide, had the inside line for the loop, didn't he? So yeah, he exactly. Slowed it all down, and yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I do remember that. And also, whilst on the point of saves, I would be... Vietti. Yes, I would be shaking after that. He literally went through the long lap, and then I just saw him like, Ooh, and I thought, oh. oh my God, can you imagine that? Like, I know. You're just, you're, your focus is already going down the straight, and then you just feel feel the weight shift. Yeah, you like, just crash. Whew. What a save that was, Andy. Uh, he's going to do the man- long lap and save a crash. Yeah, he actually managed to muster up a uh, sixth place, which yeah. for his championship fight, championship. not bad, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, Augusto Fernandez at the minute, he's on He's on. Yeah, he's, he's, he's going to win. He's going to win, man. Yeah, I think he'll win it. Do you do you think he's got a chance of going to Tech 3 next year? I'm just thinking Red Bull. Link. No. If no. Raul does move, no? 
I think no. I think no one's going. I I just can't. I think Paul might go. Yeah, exactly. Paul's Paul's going tech three, isn't he? So I think that might it, happen. Yeah, it's just I can't just if anywhere I can see him going superbikes. Having a, really? like a three man having a three man Honda team or Laquona going back to MotoGP, and then having Augusto go. I have heard. I was watching World Superbikes in Most. And I heard through that that there's a chance of, let me remember this right, I think Javi Vieje coming back to Moto2. Uh, yeah. Somebody else, I think Laquona maybe, but like Javi Vieje is I not going back to Moto2, I think. Really? So if, if that does end up happening, um, yeah. we'll see. Because I think Marcel Schrotter is on about going to World Supersport. Schrotter? I think so, yeah. Which surprises me, really, considering a German team, German sponsors, sort of like funding it. I, you know, well, it's knows. too fair. Super Sports just full of wash motor two riders, isn't it? So <laughs> you can't say that. You <laughs> can't know. say that. But like Boldasari, <laughs> um, Agatha, they're all from motor two, aren't they? Yeah, I think washed's a bit harsh, but uh... no, no, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, yeah. Yeah, well, we'll we'll gently move on from <laughs> washed Moto Two riders, um, which to me, I mean, you say that, but at World Supersport in Most, the podium was Baldassari, Bulaga, and Manzi. So, you know, at least they're doing well in Supersport, eh? That, that's it. That's it. They they didn't quite have it in Moto Two, so. Tell you what, Eddie, you, you better you better climb up this ladder because if you don't and you end up going to Supersport, <laughs> super that's going to haunt you. No, I'll, I'll end up in stock six next year, BSB. <laughs> don't say that. Oh, no, don't say that. Do not say that. Christ, well, I've had too if, many of them. If, if no one's... If, if I, if, well, if I can't get a ride in Junior Worlds, then that is where I'll, I'll end up. So it genuinely is on the card. No, no, you're better than that. You're way better than that. Um, we can hope. We can hope. <laughs> we'll sponsor you. Um, Thank you. So, in terms of... Oh, wait. I, I just realised we didn't mention the uh, the Brits in thing. So, obviously, we had Sam Lowe's crash out in FP1, so he didn't he didn't take part. Um, Dixon, obviously, P3. And the Americans, because, obviously, with Matt, we have the American side to look out for. We had Joe Roberts in seventh, who actually had good pace, I thought. I think if he'd have qualified yeah. a bit better and had a bit, bit yeah. better start, I think he would have been in in that fight. Um, we have Sean Dillon Kelly in 22nd and Cam Bobier who crashed out. Now, we also have Rory Skinner, who finished in front of um, Sean Dillon Kelly. And I personally think that is a big shock to the system for American yeah, that, racing that's, team. Yeah, that's incredible. I, I think if I was American racing team, I'd be like, look, I know you're a rookie, but you've had you've had six six months or so on this, and exactly. he's just rolled up and just you know beat you. And um, uh, last year, SDK was on a six hundred, so it's it's like I feel like going from a six hundred to a motor two is more um, trans translatable than going from a BSB bike to a motor two. Yeah, if if you know what I'm saying, so. I think Rory did an amazing job. Even if they'd like gone from 600 to Moto2 and BSB to Moto2 this weekend, then yeah, like, yeah, that's an easy, you know, easy transition. 
But the fact that SDK's had half a season on it, and I, I'm exactly. not saying sack the guy, put Rory Skinner in. I'm just saying, from an it's American like, racing yeah. point of view, you would be sitting there thinking the same thing. You'd be lying if you didn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you were running your team and you had somebody on it for six months and then someone came in one weekend and beat him, you'd be like, oh, you know. Like, yeah, exactly. And I, I bet it's not nice for Sean, to be fair. Because Sean's a no. nice kid. Very nice kid. Yeah, no, he comes across very nice as well. Like, I think him and Cameron Bobier come across really well. Um, yeah. And I think it's good that they've actually got American racers coming into the paddock because I, I just, I don't know, I think it's one of them in it through the years gone by. We've always had those sort of like American sort of, not icons, but do you know what I mean? Like your Nicky. Yeah, there's always, John Hopkins, yeah, there's always like been. Ben Spees, Colin Edwards. Yeah, like, loads. They need that. But now they there's just that. no one. Yeah. I mean, same as Brits, really. Yeah, yeah. Same as us. Yeah. Um, no, but, but yeah. I, feel like I feel like we've never had like any legend. Obviously, we've had Barry Sheen, but there's we've never had anyone like Nicky Hayden. Not in modern in, day. Um, yeah, that's what I'm meaning. Like modern times. I'm going to say because we had like Mike Aylward, Phil Reed. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you, you mean like modern day, yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the last British icon, so to speak, in, in MotoGP is Barry <laughs> Sheen. Yeah, Danny yeah, Danny yeah, Danny yeah. But like, yeah. It's Barry Sheen. Really? I, you, you, don't get me wrong, I, I think Cal Crutchlow is massively overlooked in terms of the fact that... You oh, know, no, 100%. Like, he, he won for... You know, he won three races, didn't he? So, yeah, inarguably one of the hardest times in MotoGP, and on a hard bike, exactly with Mark, with Rossi, with with yeah, everyone, so, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, and that's what I mean. It gets he gets a lot of stick, does Cal, but I I have a lot of respect for him, and I genuinely do think that people should put a lot of respect on his name anyway. I don't think he really cares because yeah, it's Cal. I don't think he it bothers him, but no. it would you know for for the fact that we don't have a lot of Brits in the top flight, and he's been the one that's gone up and actually won a race or two. It sort of like puts it to shame that he's the one that gets the stick. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, so. In terms of the race for Moto2, we've spoke about it all. We just need to do Rider of the Day. So, Josh Wilson says, it has to be Dixon, a podium on home soil again after a disappointing quality relative to his pace. Well-deserved and well-needed. And Matt says, Lopez getting his first ever career podium and putting the Bosco scorer to places it shouldn't be deserves his Rider of the Day. And... I'm going to go for Celestino Vietti, pure and simply because he had a long lap, saved it, and had a really good pace. I think him or Joe Roberts you could pick um, either or. We tried to not go for the race winner, and we don't pick the same rider, so it's sort of like, you know, puts yeah. a highlight on a few people. You could pick somebody right at the back, you think. I mean, Roy Skinner. I think yeah, that's yeah. Right, but, you know, who, who are you yeah. picking, Eddie? Um, well, I was thinking that uh, Lopez, obviously, he was... He was insane. I would not have even put him on the podium. I wouldn't even put him in top five. I didn't even... I forgot he was in it. It was just like... I couldn't believe it. So, I'd like to say him, but as, as a, a different... Uh, yeah, I'm going to say Rory. Just for... Should have finished last. Beat um, SDK. No, but he beat... How many people did he beat? He, he beat Sean. Three others. He beat Kubo... Uh, Beatrice, I can't remember. I never pronounced yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Kursky. 
the Polish yeah. uh, Mandalika rider, and Sean Dylan Kelly, yeah. So yeah, I'll say Rory. Yeah, no, I, I think Rory's had a great ride, and I, I, you know what? If he goes to Austria and he does finish dead last, at the end of the day, it's good experience for him, and I do think exactly. he's shown enough in this weekend that he has actually got pace when it matters. You know, I, yeah. like you say, I, I, if he'd have finished twenty seconds behind SDK, I'd have been like, oh, well, you know, let's say there's twenty laps. Yeah, a lap on someone's been riding it all year is not bad, is it really? But... Exactly. I have a fun story about Rory. Um, you care to share quit. it today, or is it going to be another one? <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, he quit. He quit bike racing. Um, and then he and then British Talent Cup came about. He he didn't even try out for that. He got asked to race in it. He raced in it. Won it. And then he yeah he won it. Um, so then he went to Stock Six. Did all right. Then he got signed to race in Super Sport. Won every race bar one. And now he's in BSB and Motor Two. So yeah, he, yeah. he quit. He quit to do downhill mountain biking. I don't know if you've seen him on Instagram doing downhill yeah, mountain no, biking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's nuts. Handy. <laughs> yeah, Handy. he's insane. Mm-hmm. But no, I mean that just goes to show, you know, just sort of like when you think that it's all sort of over. And then someone wants you because of what you've done to come and give something a go. And exactly. then the domino effect. I mean, I did think when he won British Talent Cup, I did think, you know, is there a chance that he's going to get a Moto 2 ride from that? Didn't happen, but got an opportunity from it, took it, did brilliantly with it, got his BSB ride. And even now in BSB on the bike that he's on, he, he has he has some great rides. It got to be said. I don't yeah. know if you watch much Absolutely. of BSB, but he has yeah, some yeah. great rides. Um. But yeah, no, there we go. So they're the four riders of the day that we've picked. And moving on to the, well, to the to the main event. I mean, we've got a top three of Peko Bagnaya, Maverick Vinales, and Jack Miller. Now, Eddie, thoughts on the main race? Anything coming to mind? Okay. Yeah, I knew you'd say that. Um, so yeah, just for anyone listening that doesn't know, we had two non-finishers with Jean Mir and Johan Zarco. Zarco starting on pole. Pace looked great. Just everything looked like not even like oh he's good. he's definitely gonna win, but podium for sure. If not podium, got to be top five. Like do you know what I mean? Yeah, You're almost like sure. knocking it down, like he got yeah. to be top five. Yeah. Um and yeah, well speaks for itself really, doesn't it? It just didn't happen. And me and Eddie seem to be on the same page with because of Anea, who actually lost a winglet, and from what I've heard from riders, becomes impossible to even ride anywhere close to what you want to ride with. Um, Anea actually managed P four, which is insane considering he wasn't even, yeah. you know, he wasn't even in the top six, was he in qualifying? Exactly. Um, but I feel, I feel like riding with one wing is a lot harder than riding with no wings. Yeah, yeah, because then it's it's uneven, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. One and side's fine. One side's was... like a bus. <laughs> Yeah, so not only did he cut his way through the pack, he then finished top four. Like he 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 lost the wing in the start, fell back to outside the top ten, I think, didn't he? Mm. In yeah. turn one, then he fought his way back to P four with one wing. So one point six. Great I ride. That's it. Great ride. Yeah, great ride. Um. So yeah, we had we had Anaya in P four, and me and Eddie seem to think that Anaya, because of the rides that he's putting in, the bike that he's on, 
and the opportunities that he's had and taken and three race wins I'll add I think the, the I think the ride swaying more towards Anaya and I just yeah. I just do I don't I don't see a guy pulling that out of the bag and bearing in mind he you know he, he lunged on Jorge Martin going into Brooklyn on the last lap and I thought that was it that to me is almost like it's like a metaphor for the, yeah yeah the, the season almost like exactly that. Um, yeah and if you're Jorge Martin you would have been absolutely fuming you would wouldn't you because yeah. I think Jorge's starting to know that uh, Anaya's and it's swinging towards Anaya and it's I feel like he wouldn't have made that well he would have made it but I feel like he wouldn't have been he, he was like I need to make this move do you know what I mean I can imagine yeah. going into that corner and he's like right I'm going to overtake him here yeah it doesn't matter if we both crash or what yeah so we're yeah, yeah. open yeah. it yeah and I just think that I think Jorge Martin said I don't know if this is a direct quote I'm very you know I'm paraphrasing here big time off of like Chinese whispers but I believe that Jorge Martin has said something along the lines of if it's not factory Ducati then I'm you know I'm not bothered about anything Ducati wise but I'm sort of like well where else are you going to go if that's the case exactly what Yamaha um, <laughs> I'd, I'd love to see it doing? I don't know I don't know. I, I'm. It really does upset me just the the, the whole Morbidelli thing because I'm like I see Morbidelli as one of the best riders in the world, and I know that sort of classifies for everybody in MotoGP. But really, I do think he's like a, a set above yeah. pre-injury. Like pre-injury, Morbidelli. Yeah. I thought, wow. Like, if he gets on a factory bike, he's gonna do. He's gonna be a threat to Fabio. And exactly. I just. I really. I think. I honestly think the injury set him back. But I think mentally, he's climbing a bigger mountain than he is physically. Yeah, 100%. I just think it's almost like because Quattararo's won a world title, he wins races, he puts yeah. on pole, and it's almost like if he's not doing that, then it's almost like oh, I've I've, I've failed. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, honestly, if you said to me Miguel Oliveira or Jorge Martin or somebody like that on a factory ride, I'd love to see it. But I'm almost like. Can we have three bikes? Because I don't want to. I don't want to get rid of Morbidelli. I just I yeah. don't know. But I completely understand that he doesn't really warrant a factory Yamaha seat on his results. But he has another yeah. contract, so that's it. It's one of them. But um, does Jorge Martin carry on at Pramac? I think he does. Yeah, hundred percent. But if they go into next year and Anaya, let's say Anaya signs two years, and Top Rack's not coming over to Yamaha. Do Yamaha turn around and say, right, thanks, but no thanks, Frankie, for the end of 2023, 2024, yeah. or hey, Martin. Then Ducati are in a dilemma, aren't they? Because they can't upgrade into yeah. factory. And it's like, if they, and then if they lose Jorge, then they'll have Vanea. Because it's almost like one of them's going to be annoyed. Three doesn't go into two, and they're not going yeah. to get rid of Peko, are they? No. no so there could be some big movement, movements in Ducati, I think. I think. Yeah. That is the biggest problem. I think I've said it before with KTM. I think when you've got all these these systems in place with like Moto Three, even down to Red Bull rookies, Moto Three, Moto Two, then you've got Tech Three, KTM, and they've got so many riders under Red Bull contracts, so many riders under yeah. KTM contracts. You've got to you've got to keep everybody happy. Someone is going to get annoyed. Like there's no way on earth everyone's exactly. happy with that. There's no way. Yeah. Um. So yeah, on on that front with Ducati, I don't know, but we'll see. But I will be amazed if 
Anaya doesn't get that factory ride now. I really yeah. will. I, I, I can't see it unless Anaya falls off a cliff in the next two races and Martin wins both. I yeah, I can't see it. Um, but yeah, no, I think Miguel Oliveira, speaking of, had a great ride, P6. He kind of came out of nowhere, didn't he? And um, I think he was caught up in that dilemma with Anaya, wasn't he, at the beginning? I think. It, it, was, I it was there or thereabouts, but he, he fought through either way. Um, and we saw the likes of Rins and Quattararo fall back because of tyres. They both said they struggled massively with rear grip. Um, and Joao Mir obviously crashing out. I think he's kind of just sacked this year off, hasn't he? I think both of them have. Yeah, he's, he's just, yeah, he's just... I bet he can't wait for next year. Yeah. On, yeah, the, on the reps of... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like the worst kept secret that... I think it's just negotiating with Honda now, isn't it? It's, it's not even... Yeah, a, it's just... In, yeah. There's just a piece of paper that needs to be signed now, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, no, across the board, I think there's a bit hit and miss. We've obviously got Paul in 14th, Frankie in 15th, you know, the likes of. It's it's a bit sad to see. They're both... If you were to say, like, three, four years ago, when Pedroza and Lorenzo's of the world were racing for Honda, and, well, and for, you know, years gone by with, with Rossi and Maverick in, in Yamaha, if you were to say in three years' time, four years' time, they've not crashed, just on pace, the second riders at Honda and Yamaha are 14th and 15th, you'd be like, what's going yeah. on there? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so unheard of. Um, and on the point of factory teams, I was saying before we recorded, I find it kind of pathetic, and I tweeted about this, I, I find it quite pathetic, um, Ducati celebrating like 18, 19 podiums in a row, and I'm like, you've got eight bikes on the grid yeah i think it's a bit you know i don't know about you but i think that's a it's bound bit. to happen yeah <laughs> yeah um it'd be quite hard not to get on the podium wouldn't it exactly exactly um so any points any 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 points before we get on to the uh, rider of the day because i mean i think i've blabbed on a little bit about bits and bobs maverick pace of maverick was i know incredible but he just bottled it, didn't he, in the last lap? Yeah, 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 big time. Going he into bit um, off more than he could chew in the in the penultimate lap. I don't think he should have overtook him. No, he should, should have just sat behind him and waited for the last lap. But I think he, oh, he just carried on, kind of chasing his tail, didn't he? Yeah, that race literally reminded me of um, last year Aragon, from when Pecco mm. and Mark were going at it. Yeah, and it was like Pecco and um, Maverick. I feel like. Pecco is so good at winning a race. If if, he's if there's smart. a race to be won, if there's a race to be won, he'll win it. I think the thing is with Pecco is is and a completely different thing, but I think it's a little bit like when I watch Lando Norris in F1. Now, I don't know how much F1 you watch, Eddie, but I always look at Lando Norris in F1. And I think the same about Pecco in that you can have somebody right behind them, and you know how, and you'll you'll know this more than anybody. Just, not Definitely get scared. Me. You you don't like miss your brake marker. Bottle, you don't no. you don't like you know hesitate. You just stick to your line, and I'll, yeah. I'll take it as it comes. Like that to me is Pecco. I thought it last yeah. year with Mark, like uh, Aragon, like you say, it was Mark was lunging in and Pecco went okay, cool, yeah. and then back on his line. No panic, no hassle. Yeah. Like I just think watching Pecco at that, he's he's so good at it. But I do think as much as I credit Pecco on that, I think Maverick did bottle it a little bit. Yeah, that the Jedi Chicane before the um F one straight. Yeah. That's when it that's when it was all over. 
Yeah, but, went down into Vale, didn't he? Missed his breaking marker by three yeah. meters. Like, I think Maverick will win this year. I don't know why. I've just got that feeling. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm starting to believe that he will. Mateggy, Mateggy, maybe possibly somewhere, somewhere, somewhere odd, like Mateggy. Somewhere odd, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah, we don't, we don't know why don't that's odd, think. but we'll just leave it at odd. Yeah, yeah. no, because it, it's not like a you'd think he'd win it. Valencia, because it's his home track, or Jerez, or mm. just a track he's rode a lot at. Yeah. Has, has he ever won at Mategi? Mm, um, no. It doesn't. I'm trying to think back to the motor three days. I don't, in fact, unless he won in with his blue sense. I'll have, you know what? We'll have a look. I don't think he's won there. Thailand? Never won at Thailand. Uh, no. no, never won at Thailand. Uh, no, he's not going to Thailand. Has he won it anywhere that's remaining other than obviously Valencia? He's never won at Japan. Um, he has won at well, he's won Philip Island because I know he won that in Moto Two. Yeah, Moto Two, he's won Aragon, um, Australia, Malaysia. Moto Three, he's won Valencia, didn't he? Because he won that. Do you remember the yeah, last he, yeah, yeah, he won the he won the championship there. Um, yeah, they're the three races he has won. Aragon, Australia, and Valencia. So he's, he's won Valencia oh, twice. He's won Malaysia yeah. twice, I think. Three times. He won it in one, two, fives. He won it in Moto2. And he won it in 2019 on the Yamaha. So, yeah. Right. So, I think um, he's got a good chance of winning this year. Yeah, no, I think, I, I think Sepang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think back to all those preseason tests where we go like, "Oh, Maverick's quickest." Oh, Maverick's yeah. quickest. Even though it was yeah. on Yamaha and he just fit the Yamaha perfectly, but it just it wasn't to be. I just think his pace around Sepang's so good, and everyone knows Sepang. You know, when we were talking about Hareth for you guys, and we were like, yeah. "Everyone's been there so much." Maverick's always quick at, Hareth, at Sepang. It's always yeah. quick. Just is. Um, and that, that Aprilia in a straight line ain't slow. So I don't think I you'll struggle at Sepang at all. You heard it here first. Maverick to win at Sepang. Um, unless unless Alicia's in a championship fight. Yes, that's a good point. You bring um, up a very good point. Yeah, because you forget about those sorts of things, don't you? This is yeah, you, this is what I said before. With like, yeah, when, when people are like, um, when it gets to the end of the season... Or when, you know, when people win a race, right, and they're like, they'll see on the pit board for the last 10 laps, two seconds, two seconds, two seconds, and someone comes from way back with so such good pace, you would be told about that if it was going to threaten your race from your team's perspective. Other than that, they ain't telling you. You know when sometimes you'll see somebody yeah. out in front, and they'll, they'll not say who's behind you, they'll say P4, I don't know, P4, let's just say Moto3, Ogden, and he's going 20.4, and everyone else is running at 21.4 they'd put Ogden P4 like you know what I mean they'd be saying yeah. he's running at this pace and people yeah. say like oh you know if Anea would have had five more laps he'd have caught all them it's like yeah. Echo was sat there with a second in the bag behind Maverick you know going I can do it I can do a couple more laps at this pace that's fine yeah. like, you know what I mean so yeah. it kind of does my head in when people are like you know this person in sixth could have won and it's like yeah well, he didn't. <laughs> yeah, there um, wasn't any more laps. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, rider of the day. Now, 
I don't know if you've got any eyed up, but I'm I'm going to reveal the guys' picks. For Josh, we have Oliveira dragging that, I quote, shed of a bike back from the Stone Age to a respectable <laughs> six. <laughs> um, Matt, we have honourable mention to Aleish for riding his arse off while suffering from injuries. True, but I'm going to go with Maverick. He's, he's almost, oh, I think he meant to put, he almost had Pekka on the last lap and gave a pretty yet another podium and helping them keep the lead in the team's championship. Um. Mm. I'll, I'll let you go, Eddie. I'll have the last pick. Uh, so we've, had, we've had Maverick and, and Miguel. And they are. And they are, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be. With that, with the wing, and obviously he fell back to outside the top 10 mm. with one wing to come back to P4. is crazy. Yeah, fair enough. I, I'm going to go Jack Miller. Um, yeah. I think he's one of them sort of gone under the radar for that race. I mean, I know we've kind of tried to protect Peko, but just solid race i think even though he qualified well i wasn't expecting jack to hold his own in that group yeah yeah i, I was I, expecting the likes of too. fabio peco Aleish before his injury rins. maverick rins i thought those would be the top five um and i didn't expect jack to hold on to it so Me yeah no, I'll, I'll give it i'll give it jack um, so that is the three, they're the three races, four races, if you include the British Talent Cup. We have the fantasy team, which I dread on doing because just for uh, context, Eddie, I, I'm one of them with fantasy. You know, when you're like, yeah, yeah, we'll do a fantasy and you pick it. And then like you get to the midway through the weekend and you, you, you were meant to change it like two days ago. Yeah. Yeah. I did that. And I, I had Maverick, I, I had Marquez in for like three races. I didn't even realize. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sort of, you know holding everybody back in the red sector team. Um, in first, we have 46-46 on 1,233 points. We have Tex team on 1,191 points. And we have Josh in third on 1,181 points. I'm on I'm on 828 points uh, in 61st. So I ain't doing too good, Eddie, I'll be honest with you. That's tough, man. Yeah, that is pretty tough. And I don't know where... I always forget where Matt is, to be fair, but out of the... How many people have we got in this league? I think we've got nearly 100 people in. I think it's like 85 people. 61 isn't great, but to say that I've had Mark Marquez in Marquez, the team for three yeah, races... Bad you know what? And I've got a couple boosts left as well, so I'm going to I'm gonna put that on Fabio for when he gets to Mizano or Pecco. Because mm. they, are, they are different gravy. Um, so yeah, no, before we finish it, Obviously, we've got you running at Austria next week. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Thoughts on Austria as a preview? What are you confident going in? Or I didn't want to just yeah. leave it on that, but yeah, yeah, very confident going in. Um, podium definitely on the cards. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, and I've to be fair in, in the past in the last rookies races, I've I've just I've felt very strong on the bike. I've so yeah. And Austria is a, a track that I was quite strong at last year. With the new chicane, it will be it will be tricky. To mm. well, it will be obviously different for everyone. Um, Are you for that or not? I'm not fussed. Okay. Don't think it, I don't think it really changes the track that much. It it stops the very very light kids going very fast in a straight line. But I'm. I'm never going to complain about that because in British Sonic Cup, I was very, very light. So I've, I've said to myself, I'll never, because comp- I used to get so many complaints about 
me being too light in a straight line. And I said, I will never complain about kids being light. So that's, I'm keeping that to, I'm keeping my word on that. And yeah, I think the chicane helps me out, obviously, but I, I don't mind it not being there. So it's sort of a, I don't really mind. And we'll see yeah. when I get there. But you're confident. You're confident in general. That's good. Yeah. Um, and what race have you got after that? Are you back to junior after that, the week after? Yeah, Mazzano. Mazzano. And you said you were looking forward to that, didn't you? Mizzano. Yeah, yeah. I, I love Mazzano. Yeah. No, I mean, that, that trial, I know we spoke about it before, but that, I mean, I've been, but on a bike, I can't imagine the feeling of going through that back section where they're just the section yeah. of rights is just... <sighs> yeah, it's different gravy. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Um, so yeah, no, that's that's everything. Thank you, Eddie, for coming on. Uh, very much appreciate Thank you for it. having me. Um, and maybe we can make it a hat trick at some point when you're well, maybe after you've got a podium. Maybe we can. Yeah, maybe. Celebrate. Maybe. Um, once again, I'll let you plug your socials for everybody listening if they didn't hear it the first time. Because may- maybe Eddie, maybe not everybody listening last time listened to us ramble about absolutely. Anything that's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. They probably tuned into this one. To, yeah, I might have to plug them at the start in the next one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, to be fair, I, I can plug them in at the start for for another. No, one no, no. Do them. I, no, I'm, I, I don't mind. Uh, obviously, Instagram, Eddie O'Shea Racing, uh, Twitter, Eddie O'Shea Race, and TikTok, Eddie O'Shea Thirty One. Cool. Um. So yeah, on on our social side of it, if you want to follow us. On Twitter, it's at RedTechToMotorGP, and you can join the Discord for all our community stuff um, in that Twitter description, or you can follow it, or join it, should I say, through my Twitter, which is at BunnoGP underscore. You can follow me on Instagram at BunnoGP or BunnoGP underscore photography. You've got Josh on Twitter at RedSectorJosh and Matt at Matt Polanski. Um, well, he's got his GameStopper account on Twitch, but you've got you've got Matt on, on Twitter as well. So... Um, yeah, no, that, that's been us. And keep the throttle pinned.